0: Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Hello, badass. You badass lightworker. I am honored to be a part of your journey. Thank you for listening. Today, we are going to talk about a very, um, well, can be touchy and emotional subject. It's all about the importance of forgiving ourselves. You know, we'll do umpteen exercises where we are forgiving others for what they've done to us. But once we start turning the tables and looking, within ourselves what it is that we need to forgive ourselves for boy it can get it can get murky so as i have been on my healing journey and for those that of you that don't know i have been able to heal myself from lyme disease i have been free from lyme disease symptoms since 2014 late 2014 and I had Lyme disease for over eight years. I tried mainstream medicine for a couple of years. was god-awful. Like, you're on antibiotics that are, like, triple the dosage. You know, I would feel a little better, but then once I got off the antibiotics, it just came back. I think the longest I was ever actually symptom-free then was 10 days, and then it would just come back. And, you know, I'm not going into Lyme disease stuff here. I'm just pointing out the fact that, After that, I did try some natural herbs and medicines for another couple of years. Did not get me well. And I finally started praying to God. I always knew that I would be free from it. I just knew it within. I just didn't know how I was going to get there. And so I started praying to God, and I'm like, please, not just please heal me. I mean, I do believe in miraculous healing. But it's so much about us healing ourselves. We have to We have to dig deep and find out what it is that's keeping us sick or keeping us stuck or keeping us alone or keeping us poor and broke, whatever it is. There's always an emotional base for anything we're struggling with. I don't care what kind of chronic disease or illness you have. There's an emotional basis in there. So I was able to heal myself from Lyme disease because I I began loving myself, just completely loving myself for all the things that I had ever you know beating myself up over. But as I've been going on this healing journey and I'm to the point now I actually call out to the universe like bring it on, bring on anything else that is in there. Like I'm ready to be done with all this bullshit, old crap and I'm done. I'm ready to heal it. So like, believe me when you say that, uh the universe is going to it's like an upheaval. So it's just like they bring me one thing after another. And yes, it might be something that is so that causes so much emotional turmoil in within me but getting to the other side of that is such a reward when I can look look at it dissect it say why in the hell like what's this about and oh my god I can't believe that and even what I call doing fuck you exercises where you're telling someone off like a soul to a soul but you don't have to say it to their face but it's it's that what you finally wanted to do, like you always thought, I got to release this inside. I know I'm going off on one of my tangents here. So, as I've done my healing journey, it gets easier. Less stuff comes up. Life gets easy. Beautiful things come to you. Like, just things show up for me on a daily basis beautiful, surprises, magical things, tangible, not tangible. It just things show up things are, it's like doors open for me easily. I just receive gifts on a regular basis, not just from, from other humans, but I receive universal gifts. So recently I was, of course, calling out, I really felt there's something else. There's something that I'm missing that I'm not, that I'm not getting yet. And I need, I'm ready, like, bring it up. Let's see what this is. So I went to visit my parents and I kept on my way there, driving there three hours away. I kept picturing a uh, a, a photo they have in, um, in a frame. They have many different photos of family members, but there's one of me as this little flower girl at church. And I think I'm about eight years old. And I started thinking about that photo on the way to their house. Now, I didn't know why I was thinking about it, but I know that that photo has always haunted me. It's a picture of me. But that little face on there, my face, I would always say over the years, she's got a secret. I'm like, there is something in there that she's got a secret. It was a ser- to me, it looks like a very serious face. Um, so I get to my parents, and I actually take a picture of it while I'm there with my phone. It's like, well, I just need a picture of this. Something's going to come up that I'm going to, maybe I'm, you know me, maybe I'm going to share my story. So I share a lot of this on social media, and I shared this this photo. When I got this epiphany, I shared my photo as this little 8-year-old, and I put on there what had happened. So when I got home from my parents after staying for a few days, I, I'm trying to think. Let me go back just a second here. I'm just recalling exactly how it all came to be. So. I got this epiphany. I was looking at this picture going, "What?" and I'm literally talking to myself as this little girl, and I'm like, what is your secret? What is the secret? So I went to bed that night. I didn't get my answer yet. I went to bed. And I had a dream that night. And in the dream, I was myself as the little girl, six or seven, actually a little younger than that picture, maybe five or six, and I was myself, I was my own mother, but I was myself as an adult. So I was the mother to my younger self. And I remember, and I, I remember you know, I even had like, a, as a little girl, I think I was dipping my hands in like some brownie batter or putting my fingers in something to eat it, to lick it off. And me, as the mother, I hit my younger self with a wooden spoon. And I started crying as that little child. And, you know, picked her up roughly. I mean, it's like I loved her, but I didn't. Like I loved her, but I was being this not so nice to her. So I woke up. That's when I woke up from the dream. And I thought, I honestly said to myself, well, that's all kinds of crazy. Like, what the hell is that about? Now, I'm not big on we have to know what every dream is about. I mean, I respect dream interpretation. I think it is helpful. But I think some people go overboard. They have to know everything about every dream. When, honestly, sometimes it's past lives creeping in mixed in with this lifetime. Sometimes we don't have to know. We're just dreaming some wacky thing. It's okay. Um, so in this dream, when I woke up and I said, it's all kinds of crazy. And I, I said, right off the bat, I said, well, God, like, what does this mean? Like, this is one dream I did feel like I needed some clarity on for some reason. So I said, God, you know, show me the meaning of this. What does this mean? So I immediately had a flashback to that little girl who was six or seven. I was molested by neighborhood children, a family of children. And as that six or seven-year-old, with this happening to, she had taken on the responsibility, I had taken on responsibility as a six-year-old, five-year-old, responsible for other children being pulled into the group, responsible for not protecting them, and responsible for not telling anyone. So that face that haunted me all of these years, that eight-year-old face, it's because I knew in my soul she had shoved that down, like I literally saw that little five- and six-year-old begin the self-abuse. So I know I get cracked up talking about it. Believe me, I cried when I got that epiphany. So as I'm getting this, all this information, I'm going, oh, my God like I had healed from the molest you know the children doing that to me years ago I had let that go it wasn't about that anymore it was about this little five or six year old that took responsibility for others I mean I was just going oh my god so because I didn't protect them I didn't tell anyone I didn't do anything so this dream then began to seep in and I started putting it together as me as this adult mother, the mother of me as a younger child, and I had hit her with the wooden spoon, I did not leave any marks. So in the dream interpretation was, I had not left marks on the outside, but I had left massive damage on the inside. Because when I got hit by that spoon in that dream, I was crying, this little girl crying hysterically. I couldn't believe that I had done that to myself. So my message was, that I had always been my biggest abuser. Now I had—I've been—I ra- was raped at 14. I got pregnant at 19 by a very jealous boyfriend who held a gun to my head. I was homeless after that because I left. Um, I did have a miscarriage, which I honestly can say thank you God and thank you little soul for not coming. Um, but even after all that, and even more after that. I had always been my biggest abuser. I wonder how many of you, if you can really think about it, how many of you are abusing your own self or have been over all these years, the emotional and verbal abuse? You're not enough, you're unworthy, you're fat, you're too skinny, you're bald, you have too much hair, like all the shit that we tell ourselves, right? You're bad. You're dirty. So I started doing this exercise because I knew, all right, I've got to connect with that little girl. As this adult Julia, I have to talk to my inner child, and I have to start telling her I'm sorry. Forgive me. It has been profound. So profound. I realized I did not let myself be that little girl. And I forced myself to grow up way too fast. And I'm going to tell you, growing up is not where it's at. Staying in that childlike, magical mind, body, spirit, that soul that knows that there's so much more than what we as adults believe is possible, that is where we need to be. We need to embrace that inner child again. We need to have fun. We need to be joyful. We need to be playing. We need to be laughing. Since I started this forgiveness exercise with myself, my capital S-E-L-F, things have shifted for me. Um, I go for walks a lot in the woods, and the old way I used to walk is I would walk, you know, swiftly, briskly, with intention, until God come talk to me, angels come talk to me, Jesus walk with me, and I would walk. And occasionally stopping and taking photos or something. But I had an intention, like getting around that circle or that path. Since I started this exercise, it, the inner child that I shoved down, shoved down because that inner child at five or six, that little girl, in her mind did something very bad. She did not protect those other children. She's coming out again. And it's because I'm allowing her to, because I want her to. I went walking the other day. And instead of that brisk walk where I'm just like intention and walking, I want answers and I want guidance and all this, you know, not to say that doesn't serve me sometimes. I just bebopped around. I was humming in the woods. I. There was no brisk walk anywhere. Up and down the hills, I would sit down by the trees and feel it, and I would stick my feet in the water, and I took pictures of little fairy houses everywhere. It, I felt like a little girl in the woods. It was magical. And I could feel myself healing. I could just feel myself healing, allowing myself to be that little girl. And it's amazing... How each day just more healing it just comes forth. Yesterday I was on my way to hot yoga. One of my favorite things that I do. And, you know, sometimes I drive there and I listen to a podcast or I listen to um I listen to music, but I don't get into it as much as uh I did yesterday morning. I was stopped. I was just I danced the entire way to yoga in the car. I'm dance and I mean dancing and I'm tapping on the the dashboard and I'm like not holding back and my sunroof open I'm singing it felt so good and I didn't give a shit what anybody thought because you know what kids little kids don't care they're enjoying life they're gonna have fun I came to a stoplight and I'm bebopping around and I'm dancing I look over and um the man in the car next to me (laughs) he was actually dancing with me and he was smiling we're dancing I just started cracking up because I said this is how it's supposed to be This is how I want to go forward in life. This carefree, happy-go-lucky, dancing my ass off in the car if I feel like it person. It was such an awesome feeling. I bebopped into hot yoga, and, you know, as they always say, I walked in, and Yanni, the owner, he says, Hello, sunshine. I think I was beaming brighter than ever yesterday morning. As my soul continues to heal my life heals. I have so much joy every day. Happiness, I mean, it just radiates from me. I feel it, I know it, people, people comment on it. I want all of you to be there with me. I want you to tap into that. I want you to get there. It does not have to be a long, drawn out process. But you have to face the shit you don't want to. I didn't even know that that was my memory I had buried. I remember the the things going on with the kids with me but I did not know that I had buried this guilt that it was my responsibility or my fault I did not protect them or tell anyone so it was my fault I'm 49 years old that's a fucking long time to carry that and I'm done So I will continue to do do this exercise as much as possible. And if, you know, as much as I need to, I don't mean as much as possible. I will continue to do it till I feel it is complete. And I do call on the universe still. And God bring up anything else that we need to heal because we're on this freight train. And I plan to be shining bright as hell. I am bright. I am shining so bright that I am helping to lift the energy of this planet, this universe, the galaxies. I'm doing my part. I'm asking you to do yours. I'm always available for you if you need help with this, if you need someone to talk to to move through this. You know, go to a counselor if you see one. Now, for me, I'm not knocking counselors or therapists. Don't even send me a message. But my therapy, all it did was kept me in my story. I just never got better, but that was me. See, my journey was to do this, to discover it on my own, And work through it on my own. But I'm always available. If you do need um, help getting through this, we can do a one-on-one session. Or we can do, um, you know, mentoring. You can get in one of my programs, 30 Days to Miracles. Uh, That's my 30-day program. But um, if you need to dive deep and you're really just sick and tired of carrying the shit around, I can help you. We can do this together. We'll call your team in. It'll be amazing. If you feel like maybe there's a past life connected to it, we can do a past life regression long distance. I don't have to be in person with you. I do them over um, a program called Zoom where we can do face-to-face or we can just do audio. It's whatever you want, video or audio. I can record the session and send it to you. All right, I am sending massive love to you. Don't be afraid to face the stuff that you need to heal. Because when you get on the other side, oh my God, it is so magical. And that's truly where the unconditional love is. It's the unconditional love for yourself. It's right there. All right, God bless. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into The Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family and friends. And be sure to visit Julia's website at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag, including meditations, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. It's free.